Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for everyone who has listened to the last few episodes, and please do continue to like and share on your Instagram and on your posts. This week is a little bit different. Uh, I am away at the minute, and I've bumped into someone who I've been following for a while on social media, and that is Sinead Hegarty. Sinead is a social media influencer. Uh, she loves having people to get fit. Uh, her enthusiasm is infectious, and she's all over Instagram and on social media, YouTube, everything she's currently traveling and is training in titan fitness in phuket at the minute uh, and she's an incredibly positive person i think that's why so many people love your message welcome to the show Sinead. thank you so much for coming on hi good to be here awesome uh so you are so tell us a little bit more about yourself for anyone that doesn't know who you are even though you're all over social media so it'd be impossible <laughs> not to know well i wouldn't even know like it's mad because i don't even know who knows me or what because i haven't been home to ireland since you know i started on Instagram, so I don't really know who knows me. So hi, I'm Sinead. I am. Um, I can't. You know what? I was trying to describe myself the other day. Am I a fitness influencer? Am I a mindset influencer? I don't know. I'd say it's a little bit of both, because you've kind of gone from you. You kind of give the the positive the positive body image. You kind of do all the books. You do everything really. So you're a little bit of everything. I think. Yeah. I used to be more and more fitness, and then I kind of stopped with the videos, and then started. Because I was like, oh, we're in PT. So hopefully once I become a PT, then I'll be doing a lot more fitness videos. And you're becoming a PT, you're doing your course in July? Yes, doing my course in July. I am literally flying on the day. I'll be in Ibiza and I have to be back on the same day because I'm doing, I'm in a Hindu. And I, then that day I have to be in Thailand again. So I'm back and forward like a fucking mad woman. Oh, can I curse? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got into the whole realm of social media influencing and then the fitness side of things. Okay, so I sort of, I was just saying to you, I was like, when I left Ireland, I was on about 10,000 followers. I don't really know where they came from. A few, a few of my pictures went a bit viral back in the day. Um, mostly me and my ex-boyfriend. Oh my God, I know. So that became like that then. So then me and obviously the ex-boyfriend were going traveling and we we're going to move to Sydney and then the next thing I am on a flight by myself so everyone then was like where is I what what happened and I was like oh my god I can't like I can't talk about it and then I was like fuck this like I'm just gonna say how I feel like I couldn't I tried to have the conversation like online without crying but I couldn't do it so I just came on and I was like look we're broken up I know what I deserve I got the flight he didn't. So I'm here um, traveling the world by myself. Now I was in Singapore at the stage when I was making the full speech. And then I can guess and a lot of people could relate to the situation of, you know, being broken up and the fact that I just went by myself and I was really struggling, like mentally, like I was just distraught, like I was heartbroken, anxiety. So I kind of just spoke about it. Like I literally spoke about every feeling that I had. And and so many like the messages I would get from girls like about I broke up with my boyfriend like I'm gonna do the same thing and so I just a lot of people could relate so then then it became woman empowered right so then I was ind- ind- independent woman then I started the the Kunt Diaries have you heard about the Kunt Diaries I've heard about them yeah. So I just decided, I just was in this defense mechanism. I was like, I don't want any man in my life. I don't want, no one is allowed in. It is locked up forever because I just don't want anything. So then I became just really defensive of myself, of my heart. I wanted to protect it. So I just 
really hated men. I had this bad perception. I was traveling around the world. I kept seeing worse and worse things like everywhere I went. I was like hearing stories. You know, once you tell your story, someone's got a story about their boyfriend. So then it came to, and then it was a bit, it just became a bit com- comedy then. So then the man hating became, and then I went on strike. And then it just was a bit, it's all a bit of a jokes. And then strike. How did you go on strike? Because I think at this stage I was working and I, I could see a lot of men doing things and I was like, you know what, you don't deserve in my princess Pinani not one of I said, until you until I until you deserve it, then there's no way it's getting locked up and I was like, Come on girls, let's do a strike. And at what stage of the process was kinda of, you went on Love Island as well? I went on Love Island about fuck this was four years ago. We were, we were literally just talking about it there now. Did you watch that episode? I only saw the when I was in the research. I saw the picture, and you look completely different. Do you? Yeah, yeah. In what way? You look fitter now. Oh yeah, I'm definitely fitter. I look back at it, and I'm like, I do look like I've got a big fat face. That's not what I meant, but you look fitter. Yeah, I know. But I went, went on that. I did it two weeks the dry run, and they asked me to do that episode. Didn't really want to do it. Did you? You only went in as kind of the the girl that goes in after a while. Yeah. So there was four girls. And had to pick, which was horrible. Because imagine the sound there having to get picked on what you look like. Which was not great mentally as well. No, to be fair, I kind of dealt with it quite fine. I did one episode. They had to have subtitles. How embarrassing. For you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to have subtitles. And then after that, then I just, yeah, just one episode. So, like, nobody knew, knew me really from it. Yeah, because I know Rob Lips, I went on it as well. Did they? Yeah, Rob Lips, was on it. But, like, he went on it and was on it for, like, maybe two episodes and maybe said about one sentence. Uh, oh my god, I actually didn't know this. Yeah, Rob was on it. Um, I always sometimes speak about it, like, that, that time I was on Love Island, but I'm kind of like, it's pointless, no point speaking about it, but people are real shocked by me as well being on it, I'm like... Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different world, because I know, yeah, Rob was on it, but he, he, the editing or whatever is cut him out, mainly, I think he said maybe two sentences on like two oh days, He was a bit like yourself when the, the four guys or four girls come in. Oh yeah, he asked me to go on it this year. Again. Are you happy you didn't go? No, they're still, they were still trying to get me on there up until about two weeks ago and there was just no time cap. No, because I don't need it. I'm very, very happy with my life. Like, and I'm very happy with very little money and very little things. And I don't, and that much exposure as well. It's just, is there any need when I'm so happy with not much? And the things that are going on at the minute with all the, like, Muggy Mike and... Oh, no, it's so, so sad. And I wish that I could tell people that... If someone's going on it, please be mentally ready. Yeah. Even at that stage when I went on that one episode, if I came out and dealing with negative comments, now I can take a negative comment on the fucking chin. Like, I can just be like, yeah, no problem. So I just, I feel like people need to be, have their mindset on point before they go in there. I think go in there, no problem, but I just feel like I don't need to. I also think they probably need to give, like, a support after people leave because probably people think that it's going to be all it's like, not a support they need to be mentally rep. I it's not about support because if you're if you're out and you're you're already getting the comments they're going to be loads of, if you can't take it if you can't see that it's, it's just it's so hard even to for me to watch people go I know someone going in this year and I just I'm like you're not mentally ready please don't do it like please figure out your anxiety and like before you go in and he's like no he, they, everyone thinks it's the answer. This is how I'm going to make money. So I think it's, it's, it's just not the answer. Like you need to find your true passion and you can't rely on a TV show. Anyways. Uh, we went off on a massive tangent there. 
Um, so you are shopping. So what's the best place you've been to so far? Probably here. It's so awesome here. It is I'm, just my little home. Like, I'm, I'm devastated it. I can't stay longer. I know, but you'll be back. It's the same as you had me last year. I did two weeks and I cried the whole way from here to Sydney. Like on the taxi, crying my eyes out. I want to leave. I was so, so happy here. It is the best place. It's, if you're into training and you're into like, you know, making friends, it's like a high sociable here. Oh, it's amazing. Even though you don't drink. And the biggest thing that I've found is that there's people who are like in incredible nick and there's people who are literally starting out in their fitness journey. And there's no kind of like, everyone is just a community here. Everyone's a family. You're encouraging people. So you're nice. in the classes and people are just like shouting each other. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love it. And I couldn't recommend Unit 27. You're with Titan as well. I'm with Titan. You're with Unit yeah. 27. Going to have a fight now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, the one thing very I, different experiences though yeah. oh 100% yeah. the one thing I couldn't uh, when we were doing Songkran was I'd never seen so many beautiful people Songkran uh, I couldn't even see I was like <laughs> pissed I'm not even joking I got pit to bed and everything what do you mean beautiful people like girls like with, no even like everyone with the, like, everyone was so fit like in the middle of the streets oh yeah I know it was it's just great. like this is like love Tinder Island. is on fire <laughs> <laughs> um, not that anyone uses it because nobody drinks so that's true. That's the one thing I've noticed that none of the pubs, there's like we're on what, uh, the soy and there's not many pubs that are getting, like it's quite a quiet season now, isn't it? It is not. It's super safe. you think? I think it's really quiet. But like it's weird because if you're single here, I was like, it needs like a bit of a, like a speed dating situation. It actually does. Because you know when you're at home and if, if you match someone on Tinder, you go out, you're like, oh look, we match each other on Tinder, you're drunk and then you like have a wee snog and all. And then here you're like so sober and you see them on the street while they're eating their chicken and rice and you're like, hello. Like you just <laughs> yeah. put your head down like that. Okay. <laughs> um, so is there any advice? You're a big believer in kind of going out and traveling, be, living your best life and stuff like that. Is there any advice you'd give to someone who's looking to travel on their own? Uh, I know I bottled it in November and you were saying you were bottling for a while as well. I bottled it for four years. Like I wanted to go to Australia for four years. I waited on friends. I waited on boyfriends. I had a boyfriend, waited on him, stayed like lived with him until he saved money, broke up with him. After that, then, um, what else happened? Oh, so then I was like, I'm not skinny enough. That's a, that's a big thing for girls. I'm going to wait till my body's better. A lot of people say that. And I honestly felt that. And people would be like, shut up, Shania, wise up. But that is honestly how I felt. And who cares? You can train when you go. You can train anywhere in the world. You can bring a band. It's all right. So... It's not a matter, and it's another thing is it's not a matter of money, it's a matter of courage. Because people are like, how do you have the money to this? And I'm like, I live on £500 a month. It's not a matter it's of money. It's very easy done. I know someone else that's here who maybe goes on the more expensive side of things. Mm. But you can definitely do it on a budget. So like I'm saying a decent combination, but I know I'm only here for two weeks. If I was staying here yeah. for two or three months, I would definitely do it on a cheaper. I went travelling for three or yeah. four months before. And once you come here, you learn how to do it cheap. I can do it so cheap. I've got I've got YouTube's on like doing cheap. Like I've got it all ready but I just haven't put it together yet. Because you can do it so cheap. Like but you know what the best thing is? Filling your water bottle filling your water bottles up when you're at camp and stuff and just filling it up. Like there's little knacks like the boiled the boiled eggs in the shop are what, eleven ball, what's that? Like two P. If you want your protein there, you get your boiled eggs, get your rice on the street. I've got tips galore, like you can do it so budget. I am the budget gal. Are you gonna put that up on YouTube or are you gonna put that up on your blog? Um, I'm gonna do it on YouTube. I have all the material. I just haven't put it together. So there's good things. And oats, oh my god, save your life. 
Oh, One big meal. Oats and a bag of protein will save your life. Oh, 100%. Oh my god, it's so Carbs good. Carbs are key over here. It's yes. too hot. And you need a bag of protein because, well, you need to get your protein over here. Yeah, and there's other shops around here as well which do the protein as well. Yeah. So it's the fitness shops. Um, and one of the things was, like, you're... One of the things I found anyway, like, this is completely different to what the training I would do at home. And it completely got me out of my comfort zone. I started mm. doing off the Joe Wicks plan and doing the hit sessions at home. Then I went Ooh, into... Oh, yeah. Jim Smith would have a field yeah, day with you, wouldn't he? I know, yeah, he'd love me. Uh, no, I, I look back at it now, it wasn't... I didn't lose anyway. I, I kind of got cardio body, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Uh, and I did more than kind of calories, and then I became PT, and I was like, I knew what a calorie was then. Uh, and then... Yeah, and then I got into the food and got into the training and did doing a little bit of weights and stuff. And now doing the getting out of the comfort zone, doing all the classes. I know. It, and it, you know, it's going to be hard going back to normal training after you know getting so much encouragement. Yeah, I looked at doing maybe even signing for CrossFit when I get home. I'm hundred percent into CrossFit now. Well, I was already into it last year when I came, and I just loved how I remember my first CrossFit class, and someone was running. I, they were like, I was used to doing circuits at the stage. I was doing like hit, hit workouts, you know, stopping, like going 50 seconds, 15 minutes. And they went, why are you stopping? Like, you've got three rounds of this. And I was like, what, so you don't stop? And I, I was like, I remember thinking about it. I'm never going to be able to do that. And I did it. And then that's the thing about CrossFit. Like, you're pushing your boundaries and you're like, I'm not going to do it. And then you finish it and you're like, what was I complaining on about? Because I can actually do it. Yeah, everyone does. It's literally, your, your body's going into shock. Your mind's telling you to stop because it doesn't like what's happening. I literally, I'm a big uh, fan of David Goggins. And David Goggins is big into this. Oh, song. I've just watched his YouTube video yesterday. Oh, he's incredible. And he's actually given a talk in London, which I'm thinking about going over to in July, I think it is. Uh, so he, and he has he has a podcast. His audio book is amazing. So that's definitely an audio book. Yeah, that's the next one I'm going to go for then. It's yours. You're so, I, I he's listen. very aggressive. He's very aggressive. He's very military. Yes. But he's he's very, very good. Yeah, you need to get into that. Um, it's what I, we call it the pain cave. Yeah. But it's even get but see when you come out of the pain cave you're like oh god I can't believe I went that far like today I had I was in a pain cave my eyes went blurry and I had five more presses to do and I had 30 seconds and I was like I can't go this far and not finish that's it I cannot go this far and I mean I pushed it and now that I know that I can do that I've got no excuse for the next workout I find the running part the worst part I'm a good runner though I, I used to be okay running when I used to play football but now I just can't run and then it's like straight into 30 burpees and you're just like you just can't get your oxygen back well, I'm th- I'm coming back off injury from I've had been in pain for six years. Just got tr- just got like diagnosed with um can't really describe it on here. It's gonna take too long. But basically, I broke my freaking back, broke my ass like card surfing at Steve Aoki, you know, on a inflatable boat, cracked my coccyx up, and then got uh, my hips. So basically, everything freaking seized. And I was used to using a different part of my back for every day, everything. So I couldn't squat for six years. I couldn't deadlift. I just accepted pain as my, in my life. Went to a physio one day. He was from Ireland as well. His name was Evan. And he told me what was wrong with me that day. And I've been working on it every day since. And I couldn't even squat now. I can squat. I can do everything. I learned how to do movement as well. So like, you know, I did Porta, did all that. Did you do yoga and stuff as well? Or? Don't do yoga. I can't. I don't like it. I'm the only person in the world who doesn't like it. I don't mind it. I wouldn't do it at home. I do it because I'm here. Yeah, it's very zen here, isn't it? It is, yeah. But like the classes we've been going to, I've been one or two of them have been quite intense. And you have a pump and sweat and you have to go into your second class. So yoga and Titan is at 7 a.m. And 7 a.m. between 7 and 8 is my reading time. Okay. So I can't get up at 6 and do reading. 
Can you read about 10 pages a day or something? I will. I start with 10, but I usually go on. If you just say 10, yeah. once you're in, you're in. The so first 10 true. pages are the hardest. So yeah, I do, I, what I do with my reading, do you want to ask me that question? Sure, it's about to ask me that question. Yeah, but we've got questions at the end, so yeah. <laughs> yeah we've got on so many tangents. Uh, so the questions are, you're a big reader. What would be the top three books that you have read or on, on mindset, on fitness, on health, anything? Um, I started off with a spiritual book. <laughs> I started off with The Secret, you know, as we all do. We started off with The Secret, and then I was obviously interested um, and realized that it was working for me, so I went into a bit more depth. I went more spiritual, did this book, started with this book called Ask and It Is Given by Esther Hicks, and went into a whole lot of visualization. So everything that I've ever happened in my life, I've 100% visualized it. Like everything, even I remember my first, like reading my first book, and I was on treadmill living in Liverpool, and I wanted to be my protein. I wanted to be Siobhan. She was my role model, you know, of fitness. And I just used to imagine myself in her pictures, but me in my protein gear. And, and like, you know, I had like three thousand followers. I was like, but I was a visualizing vision, and I would visualize things in Sydney. Like I would be sitting there and be like, Fuck, I just I visualize this whole thing. And now everything just happens. I'm a big visualizer. So it's the best way to do it because if you want to plan, you need to plan ahead for the day. It's as simple as like even a, a day at work, like for someone that has a normal job, which I used to have. Um, which <laughs> What's this a normal job? Office job. <laughs> I definitely don't have a normal job. Um, but like, even if you plan your day ahead, it will make things so much clearer and so much simpler for you. You can't really go anywhere if you have some sort of goal or some sort of visualization ahead of you. And it puts you in a good place. Like, what's the point dwelling on past and future when you can visualize something that you want? And it puts your gives like really good frequency. Yeah. So once you, I used to do it when I was in, like when I was in work, and I would have no phone, and I'd have to stand on the door for ten hours. That's what I would have to do, and then I would put myself in a good thing and imagine myself like shaking hands, doing deals. You know, I'd even imagine like the little parts in my dream house, like the, the freaking kettle. And sure, you're in the most amazing place because you're thinking about good things. So, yeah, I can go into more detail before we go over that question. And how often are you uh, training at the minute here in Phuket? Um, I'm training about two hours a day. You think? Yeah. No, well, because you're warming up and stuff. So I get up in the morning and I have like a bit of a routine now. So that's why I think I love it here. Because when I first came here, I couldn't get my time management because I was in a new place. Yeah. So I get up at, at seven and then I, before I look at my phone, I make sure that I'm reading. And then after that, so I'm from seven to eight, no, from, yeah, seven, to, I, I get up and, you know, start about for a wee bit and then do my reading, have a coffee and then I go to class from nine, nine till ten. So that's like half an hour, like full workout. And then I do my steps. And then when I'm doing my steps, that's when I do my DMs. So that's when I'm on my phone. That's my set time. To be on my phone. Ah, uh, okay. So I have a set time, and then after that, then I do muscle group, like a bit of strength, and then that's me for the day. I can't do evenings. No, no, no. It's too warm here for the evenings. It's not even that. I just have to get it done in the morning, or else I just won't do it. I'm a morning person as well, and that's why I'm kind of liking the classes. They're like if you're finished at nine a.m. and then yeah. it takes me about eleven a.m. to actually be able to eat something. I'm just so yeah, because your your heart rate. Oh, uh, I'm so, so Like I'm I, I'm KO'd on the table at the at it's, the entrance. I know. But units are very intense, isn't it? Uh, it's it's amazing, and the guys there are very good at their jobs. But yeah. it's, it's just a different level of intensity. But so I'm, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm definitely gonna bring some of that intensity back to home. Yeah, and you learn so much. Yeah, it's definitely because I teach classes at home. Yeah, 
Yeah. So it's definitely going to rob a few of the workouts. And when I become a PT, like think of all the classes I've ever done. I've been here for months and I went to Bali there and did Wanderlust as well. There's so much there. So think of all that stuff I'm going to le- I've learned and then I'm going to do my PT. I'm going to be fucking flying. Have you been tracking the log save or the workout save you've been doing? Yeah. That's the moment that I like everything. That's the best piece of advice I give to anyone who ever is starting out is literally track your track your logs and you can see how much progress you're making in your squats, your deadlifts, your bench, or whatever it may be. Um, and then well you you turn you mentioned social media there. How do you turn off from social media? Um this is actually a very hard one because I So I'm I started reading this and we're back to books. I started reading this book called Lost Connections and basically it was talking about the reasons for people have a depression and anxiety. Now I suffered a lot with anxiety being in Sydney. Obviously I was very heartbroken. I had no friends. I didn't I was by myself. I had no fucking money. I had twenty dollars in my pocket. Like actually twenty dollars after I paid left. It was intense. So I suffered a lot with anxiety. I mean I couldn't sleep. I couldn't I could fucking eat at all. But I couldn't sleep. I was very anxious. Heart rate was sky high. On my phone constantly. I was on my phone constantly like I had no connections with outside people because I hadn't made any friends yet. And then I read this book, Lost Connections, and it was telling me all about how anxiety can, like, one of the causes is not having real connections with people and turning off on your phone and not seeing the fakeness that is your phone. So I decided to just have a set time on my phone. And I'm telling you now that I haven't had a bit of anxiety or heart palpitation since. That's awesome. That is, that's a big. That's a huge takeaway point because so many of us use Instagram in particular as kind yeah. of an escape. You can use it on the bus on the way in, the train on the way in. It's not lunch. even that. Like you don't want to be feeling jealousy all the time. No, I did a social media order at Christmas, and I feel so much better mentally for it. Like I got rid of about four hundred accounts. Yeah, you need to, and people are waking up. People don't want to see that anymore. People know that it's all bullshit. Like yeah, I think like it's literally. But I, I lied. Like when I first started thing, I was working in a bar. Like normal job and I didn't put any snaps up of me working in the bar and then one day I was like fuck this like what am I doing like this is bullshit so then I was like I was working on a farm as well like I've done farm work I did all that and people are afraid because they want to look like they're being successful when to be real they've got no life to say it who cares people will thank you more people used to thank me like thank you I'm not fucking people are afraid of the whole stigma of being broke or being fear of missing out and the fact that you're able to put it up on your channel and they see oh, yeah. that whole thing is amazing. So fair play to I would be able to tell them, even on my YouTube, I'm like, there's so much money I have right now in my bank account, like just to make you feel better. Yeah, we were, t- we were talking all fair and you were kind of saying, oh, I'm, I'm living off X amount. Yeah, I'm living off like a certain amount and I'm very happy with the very little. And I'm the most easiest, pleased person you'll ever meet. Like I could, I've been living in hostels and stuff for a year like living real rough so for me to be in a room by myself now I'm like what's fucking rude uh so you're a huge advocate of kind of living in the now and being grateful which we you just spoke about mm-hmm. there can you explain how you got into this kind of this whole mindset um I mean if you look around even if you look around where we are right now look how beautiful the colors are and everything I'm so into like how can people look around and not see the beauty? But then obviously I trained my mind to see such beauty. And I find so much pleasure in like little things. Like I find like pleasure sitting with a nice coffee. Whilst a lot of people just want more and more and more. And if you just live in the present moment, you just become so much happier. 
the sum of the sum of this kind of thing going on at the minute is I'll be happy when I have X amount of money. I'll be happy when I get this X, yeah. this promotion, and it's all bollocks. I did that when I lived in the kind of the, the real, not the real world, but had a real job, and it, it just wasn't wasn't the way to be. And now I'm self-employed, loving life, and I wouldn't be able to come to do this if I was still yeah, in a real job. Exactly. And so my mum and dad always say, they're like, when are you going to come home and have a real job and do real stuff? And, da, da, da. and I'm like, but dad, I'm really happy right now. Like, that's all that matters. Like, that's if it. you're happy right now, then... And that's what every parent wants. They want their parents, their kids to be happy. And he's like, come on, you need to marry a farmer down the road <laughs> and build a house beside us. I'm like, dad, there's no chance. It's too late for me. Uh, one of your posts that you put up recently was about kind of body confidence and saying that confidence is not they like me. I think this is an awesome message and it's one of the things that resonates with with me the most and I know that the, the listeners and a few of the girls that I have clients, I think it was your image of 59 kilos, 60 kilos. Yeah. Uh, and then that kind of the training is that if girls are afraid to kind of get bulky and all that kind of stuff in different weights. Yeah. But a huge difference in your physique from with only one kg difference. It's mad. I'm, I always said I am will forever be stuck for 60 kg, like between 59 and 60. I've been up and down, but like, it's not even that. It's just how you feel. Like, I feel so strong right now. I feel like the food is the answer for me, for sure. Like, I used to starve myself. Like, and oh, we all used to starve myself. We hadn't a clue about nutrition back in the day. All scared. like, we just hadn't a clue. We just thought you eat a bloody salad until I studied nutrition and realize and I remember thinking I cannot eat this much food like I, I was like you need this much protein if you're going to train this much and I was like no way I cannot eat that and that's after, the biggest mindset that's what I find well, most of my clients are female fat loss or female weight loss yeah. and when you say when you give them a protein target they're like I can't eat this much. I've got two girls I'm coaching I'm not actually like trained but I'm coaching two girls at the minute like you know my friends and it's impossible for me it's, just, it's like it's impossible for me to be like no you need to eat more she's like I'm like how often are you going to the toilet she's like once every three days and I'm like no like your body's not metabolizing like, you need to eat more food like you're training like it's I can't stress enough how food has is the absolute answer to everything because I was training three or two hours a day every day and I was eating one or two meals a day I was so bloated all the time because my body just could not function so I was in pain and then I think I was fat because I was bloated. I wasn't bloated. My body just wasn't working because I wasn't given appropriate nutrients. So then after after I found out all that, I remember stuffing the freaking protein. I was like, I'm going to try this for at least two weeks and see how I feel. And the feeling I had after two weeks of eating five meals. I was eating five meals and not feeling any bloat. Feeling like the exact same after every meal and I was like this is the answer and losing weight seeing definition but it, it's just ridiculous like the food is just for me the answer and I, I can't stress it that's why I try and put my meals up because people think that I'm get, they're getting I'm getting in my body because of, I'm like in a calorie deficit I'm a calorie deficit training your ass off as yeah, well but a calorie deficit is still my calorie deficit is 1850 still a lot yeah that's a lot so people need to realise that it's not 1,200. Which is the magic number to be that everyone seems deficit. to go from. People are speaking like to think that I don't eat that on one meal. I eat that for breakfast. And what would be your kind of your protein source? What would be your secret kind of hidden gem for protein? Oh, I'm on the, I have eggs in the morning. I, ju- I used to have a lot of chicken and then I kind of was like, Ugh, you know, I don't want to eat that much chicken. I went on the whole. Chicken and broccoli. Yeah, I love chicken. I have to always have chicken every day, but I was having it three times a day here because I wasn't. 
But now I have eggs that makes sure my protein comes from eggs in the morning. And then I have my chicken and then I have my protein powder. And then I have like then all your got all your other things like your beans and your yogurts and stuff like that. Like I'm always hitting about one fifty a day minimum. Which is a lot for a girl. That is a lot for a girl. Yeah. Fair play. That's that's not easy and also some people may have digestive issues with protein anyway, but the fact that you've kinda you can manage to get that in for you. And what kinda what what you're one eight fifty is that right for your calories, that you said? Yeah, I'm I'm going up every week, so I'll be up to about one nine hundred. Are you strict on it, or are you kind of balanced enough that you're able to still have a social life? <laughs> you're looking at me, she's mad. But yeah, I do Monday to Friday very strict, and I don't see Friday. No, Friday I'll be good in the day, but I'll drink away Friday night. Saturday and Sunday I do whatever I need to do. I want. I don't. I take my watch off, and I work hard enough during the week to be okay. So. And that's another thing people think that how do you drink and still do it? And I'm because like, I work my fucking ass off all week. Yeah, you can still like you can still have a social life, and people think yeah. that you need, but everything needs to be put on to hold. No way. And just get, I always say steps is your answer. If you've drank extra amount, you walk extra amount steps. Just go for a walk. On say if you went on Saturday night, go for a walk. Yeah, on I'm, Sunday. I'm fifteen. I'm fifteen k steps a day minimum, Monday to Friday. And what about Saturday and Sunday? Saturday and Sunday, you know. Drinking doesn't take that much energy. <laughs> Just your arm movements. <laughs> but yeah, I am. I'd like to party as well. Like, I like to drink and have fun. Nice for living. No, like, sound crown was loose. <gasps> so. What? We need this in Ireland. We did, but it wouldn't work in Ireland. We're literally talking about this amongst whoever I'm traveling with, and like, it would not work in Ireland. Have you explained to your people what No, so sound crown is? is Thai New Year, but it's also a water festival. So there's people with super soakers and balloons and the locals and the kids are literally walking down the middle of the street and they are throwing water over your head they don't care who you are they don't care what you're wearing there's only there's two or two rules if you're an older elderly person or if you're pregnant you're the only ones that are exempt i probably wouldn't even be surprised if they weren't exempt because they I, had no mercy no i definitely think buckets I def- of ice water i was like oh, why the ice water look and i was an rip my phone water damage in the lot but I, I always see it, like the reason why my phone is watered in these three days, there's a reason. Yeah. I feel like someone has texted me that the universe doesn't want me to see or something right now. That's the way I see it. And like, I don't see it like, I broke my phone. I'm like, there's a reason why my phone is broke for the next few days. Kind of a nice way to get away from your phone. Yeah, it's a reason. That's why. The universe was like, shut up. The, big, the weirdest thing I found about Soundcrown was the fact that the fire brigade were involved. They came up. Really? Really? They were up, so we... I just, like, put to bed at the side. I got put to bed. They were... Do you know where the music was? Where the band was? Yeah, Ed Tiger. They, the fire brigade came there, and were literally at the power house, and putting on to the people, just for the crack. Just for the crack? Just for the crack. In the middle of the street, they were doing it as well. Oh, my God. Did I miss this? I missed this. I was in the phone party. Were you up at Tiger? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got put to bed, and then I snuck back out again in a different outfit, because everyone was like, you need to eat. And I was like, I've just had two bowls of fucking oats, like... I was like, no matter what, I will be eating. There's no way. And I was just loving life. I was jumping on the pill, dunking everyone. Things got a little bit. Yeah, I remember seeing the videos of like Siobhan and stuff and you delivering the pizza and the next day I was like, shit got loose. Yeah, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so fun. Like, it's for a crack. Uh, so for any advice for women out there who are looking to get started in the gym or fitness and who are scared of getting bulky? And I always say this, and I stand by it. Um, if you don't know anything that you want to get into, please, please, please get a PT. Because 
I spent years and years and years in the gym shoving things over my head, lifting weights the wrong way, using my back the wrong way, and hurt my back. My back still aches. And I'm just like, if I had a PT for about six weeks and let all the proper movements in the proper form, there'd be no problem. And then once you know those those proper six weeks, you could probably go on ahead from there. All right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. You, like, you only need probably maybe twice a week for maybe two or three months and then you'll be happy you'll have the basics and then you can either check in with that person every yeah two weeks three weeks if needs I to be. just advise that as well like I obviously didn't have and I've never even had a PT myself but I always tell people please talk to a trainer people will message me and be like what workers is what workers do this do that what nutrition and I'm like you right say you've got a car and it's broken you pay money to get that car fixed you can get more than one car in your lifetime you have got one body in your whole life. Like, pay money, invest in it, and look after it. And like people who are so willing to get their, their pets fixed, their kids fixed, but they want to look after themselves. They won't pay, they're like, oh, I'm not paying for that, I can do it myself. Invest in your body, because it's the only one that you'll have. Buy some education, read some book, your find out. Your oh, yeah, 100%. And what's the, what's the next big goal you have in relation to the, you know, the fitness or in general that you've got coming up? Okay, so what is the next book called? I am currently um, researching for a book. I'm writing. I actually have wrote a book, but... Have you released it? No, I have to wait for people to die first to put their stories out. <laughs> I can't put their names out there. So um, that is a big thing for me. I'm researching at the minute um, about why boys cheat. Wow. Well, maybe not boys. I was going to call it... Um, it's not you, it's him. That's a good title. But then I was going to be like, no, I'm going to get slaughtered by men. I'm going to go, it's not you, it's them. But it's not for lads, the book. I know, but, you know, I might, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, the next book, I want to do, I'm going to do a retreat next year here for girls traveling alone. And I'm also, everything I'm doing is for girls traveling alone because um, I struggled when I first, like, went to Australia. I didn't have any friends and suffered a lot because I wasn't making connections. And it's hard, like, you're 20, 26, like, how are you meant to make friends? So um, I'm going back to Sydney in August and I am, I already did a few events there for single people. So now I'm doing events for, it's going to be called Brave Brunches and I'm going to be getting solo girl tra- Oh my God, where's Irish? So we're all going to cry. So it's great. And they were all in Sydney. So basically just doing boozy brunches for solo travellers to meet, to make friends, talk about whatever. So that's quite clever. Yes, that's my next goal. And... I don't have any more. When are you aiming for the book to be out or be ready? Well, I have, um, I'm starting to talk to a life coach and I was going to come in the right direction just because I am shit with time management and kind of figuring it out because I've never really had a normal nine to five job. So my time management is a bit like my brain, I'm like researching one bit and then I'm like on this other book like over here. And then, so it's, I'm in no rush, but. It's something that I'm very interested in with the book. Fair play. I want, I want to write one as well. I'll be kind of like... Uh, if someone would have told me years ago, like forever oh, I was, I was like, I couldn't apply myself at school. I was literally, I was tested for ADHD and like, because I just wouldn't apply myself. Did you go to uni? I went, I have a master's in international business. In what? International oh business. Because you're like a boy version of Siobhan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I went, I literally didn't apply myself all the way through school. Uh, and then when I was like 12 or 13, my parents got me tested for ADHD because I wouldn't buy myself. And then 
Well, obviously, uh, we got a master, so you applied yourself then. Well, I only applied myself like the last, so for the year, fourth year of college, and then my master's, the only years I applied myself. And then I managed, I, but I came out at the time of the recession, when I was working, yeah. so I couldn't really get a, a, a proper job, so I did a lot of internships. Yeah. Never really found my whole path or whatever. Went into recruitment for five years. People love recruitment. Fucking hated every minute of it. It was good money, but I fucking hated it. Uh, just the not nice people and not a nice job and just lying to people and yeah. and then I got sick and yeah two blood clots flew to my lungs lost that's two that's because you were unhappy yeah and I 100% they never figured out what it was and I put it to Lishy this is I truly believe people get diseases because of their own mind 100% I truly believe I went to a horrible place after that and then went travelling and then I was like do you know what if I can lose weight or get into shape anyone can and then I was like I'm, I'm, I'm close enough to book my flight home from traveling Asia, I booked, I booked my PT course. I've been a PT since. Yeah. And I've never been happier. And I never thought in my wildest dreams would I be able to have a podcast. It's mad, isn't it? Because you just get like a little goal and then you finish that and then you get another little goal and then, you yeah. get, then they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, then it's, it's, and do you know what it is? It's the nice feeling is when people start messaging you on Instagram. Oh, I know. Yeah. And the messages I get from girls, like I, it's the reason why I get up in the morning like it, like it pushes me to do everything. Like some of the things that, People tell me that like I'm helping them more than their psychiatrist than their therapist. And but you've lived it. That's the thing, and that's what they can yeah. relate to because you've like, some, like fair enough. A psychiatrist may have some of the issues or may have some of the battles yeah. themselves, but they're only looking at a textbook. You've yeah. actually lived it, you've and gone. I'm relatable. And I couldn't give a fuck what people think about me. That's another thing. We were chatting about that. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that is one of the biggest things I have. And I've learned that because for so long I was people pleasing. I know that you know I was just chatting with them guys there and the. In that we're troopers, and she was saying that she likes to say things in people's company to make her fit in. And I was like, someone could literally look me square in the face and tell me that I am bitch. And I would be like, I know you can say whatever you want because I know that I'm not. That's the kind of mindset that you have to have. Like, you can just, you, whatever they say. Do you know when someone says something to me like a negative comment? I literally look at it as if I wish I could help you. Yeah, it is. It literally is. They're having, they're having some sort of issue. They're having some... Because... Their relationship is something flawed. Their job is shit or they're not. Yeah. And I would never say something bad about someone because it's a whole other spiritual, spiritual source of energy that I'm in. But, like, that's another podcast. <laughs> but, like, I know that I don't say bad things or negative comments because it doesn't do absolutely anything for me. So, if someone says something to me, I'm like, I feel sorry for you that you, you're saying that because I would never say something like that. And I'm the happiest person ever. You, you no, are, you're so you're so positive. Yeah, took time though. Took a lot of time. But yeah, yeah, like a lot of time, a lot of heartbreak, anxiety. But I love that I've went through it. I know what it feels like. So we know when people message me and like, this is what you need to do right now, and I'll give them like a book or like whatever way they're feeling, and like that's my answer. Books. And some people are like, oh, I can't read them all. You want to change? You've got to invest. Time well, you, don't even, you don't even need to read the books. There's audio audibles out there now. If, you, if you're a passive learner, if you're getting the dart or getting the bus into work, there's audible. And you can yeah, learn that way. There's so many podcasts out there. You can learn everything. That's the way I learn yeah. podcasts. I use both of them, but I'm do, I've just read a book called Speed Reading. So the audio the audio is so slow for me now because okay. I like speed reading. Sometimes the accents can be a little bit annoying because we're all Americanized. Yeah. Oh, no. I actually, the, I've only had Oprah in my autobibles and your man, Joanne. The guy that wrote Lost Connections, and he's very soothing. It's too slow for me now. I need to, and I like to highlight. Yeah, no, my research, your, yeah. Your stories and stuff, yeah, yeah, and then research and then write about it. 
And if the, if you were to say you have one motto for life, what would it be? This motto comes from one of Oprah's books. Um, it's how can wait? Let me think about this. How can you get now? Oh, I can't remember. I've got it written down. Look for it, Scott. Because it makes very much sense. How many books would you read, say, a month? Um, I read... It takes me about two weeks to read a book now. But it used to take me about a year. Yes, how many I people? was so, so, such a bad reader. Like, And now I know like, if I put myself 10 pages a day, then that's... And sometimes I don't do 10 pages. It's kind of like setting the 10,000 steps as a minimum. You yeah. said 10, page, 10 pages is the starting point to go from there. And like it's so hard. See, reading the first page, you're like, oh, okay. But then you just get into it. Okay, where is it? I probably could say it. I just just want to say it right. That's what I'm thinking. I think one of the best ones I heard was uh, the guy who taught me in my PT course was Just Be Sent. Just, just Be Sent. It takes more effort to be a prick. It's so true, though. It actually does. Like, if there's someone you're, you're trying to ignore on the street and you're going out of your way to ignore them, like, what's the, it actually takes more effort to go across the street or get away from that person or stick your head down, stick your headphones on or whatever. Why not just say hello? And uh, kill someone with kindness. Exactly. I have a little experiment going today. You want to hear it? Go on. So the cleaning lady has um, stolen money from my room. 100% I know for a fact. And she's stolen cigarettes before as well and stuff like. And I was like, do I go mad or do I make her feel bad by killing her with kindness? So I went out today and she chatted to me. She's like, oh, your water gun. I was like, oh, do you want it? Give her my water gun. And then I went, oh, thank you for cleaning her. Like, give her a tip and give her a cigarette. Let's see now if she steals, if she steals now. Did she take much off it? Nah. It was just... What it's the like, principle of it. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, they're cleaning your room. But it's just a little experiment for me. I feel like this was meant to happen so I could do this experiment and see if she... Interesting. Interesting. Just see how you get on with that. Just, I always said, even my, you know, back in Ireland, my mum and all, they're all chatting about each other, like nothing else to be at. I'm like, mum, kill her with kindness. Be the nicest person ever. Sure, if she's got no bad, how can she say a bad word for you when you're being so nice? See what I mean? Yeah, there's a book. I think it's like the Asshole Survival Guide. It's something like that. Is there's, that what it is? Yeah, there's a book uh, called the Asshole Survival Guide, and there's like five or six different things that he concentrates on. And one of them is you can either be a prick yourself or else you can kill them with kindness or else you can go to their level or else you can be an antagonist. But then you just be, be prepared yeah. for the backlash. I used to always go to people's level, but I would never go to someone's level. And I say, if someone's shouting my face, I'm like, I just would take There's it. no point. It actually annoys them more if you don't react. Yeah. And think about being on social media and having so many followers, like people like hating you. I've, I've dealt with that. Even when I go to new places, especially when people know me before I come and they think I'm a prince, like an insta prince. Like, Oh, you're one of them Instagrams. I get that a lot. Oh, you're one of them. Oh, what do you do for? Oh, you're one of them. That was one. That was one of the questions I was going to ask about the negative side of things or not side of things. Yeah, but I am so in tune with my own source that, like, I know that I never say bad words about anyone or anything, and always try, always take the high road. So no matter what they say to me, I know that I'm good. Yeah. And I'm a very good, loyal person. So and it doesn't matter what anyone says. So. You cannot break me. You can only look after number one anyway. Oh, wait, this is my coach. I got it. If you want the best the world has to offer, offer the world your best. That's pretty good. Is that Isn't that basically what we were talking about? It is. That's the whole episode. I know. That, that might be the title. Oh, my God, that should be the title. That is the title. I got that from Oprah. She, I think she got it from someone else, but it just made so much sense to me because what is the point? Like, 
talking shit about someone or doing anything like that whenever you can just give your absolute best and then honest to god everything that's happened to me like I am so lucky like I live here I have a great life I'm, sp I'm sponsored to live here like I'm paid I'm paid to read books and all this has happened to me because I've given everything like I've given my best and that's all you can do and I'm walking looking for a of it so yeah and for anyone that is out there, where can everyone follow you or where can everyone follow your journey? Um, I am at Sinead Haig, um, Sinead like lemonade, S-I-N-E-A-D-H-E-G, so that's my Instagram. Um, no, it's a PG strictly over 18s, guys, not because of sexual behaviour, but just because I do not care what comes out of my mouth. It's literally gruesome. I know my mum watches my stories and oh, really? she is like... Janet, you cannot say vagina. There's ten year olds in class that watch it. Well, they shouldn't be watching it. PG eighteen. It's on. It's on my bio. Oh, I will say anything because I'm just like, why can't we talk about what is on our bodies or what happens to us, our sex, our relationships? And where, what about your YouTube channel? My YouTube channel is brand new. So I done my first YouTube this last month. It was my first YouTube, and um, it went great. It's got like nine thousand views. Fair I'm buzzing, and a lot of positive messages from people saying um, that it has changed their life so that's where I need to keep going it's hard because I do put myself down a bit on YouTube I'm like oh it's not as good as the other people's but then like the messages that people say you have to start from somewhere you can't keep comparing yourself to others as well with that yeah. regard you have to start from somewhere because I didn't even watch YouTube myself so and then everyone was like I was like oh should I get tips and everyone was like no don't get any tips just do you just be you yeah and I love doing it and I love editing I just need to it's hard because when you don't know anything about anything, but Google has everything that you need to know. YouTube there is has no excuse. Everything. I know. I'm so I learned how to do this. Funny story. Another story. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just going to keep going. So I had a meeting with this um, protein company in Australia, and I sat down. And he's 24. He owned this massive, massive factory, right, supplying protein for the whole of Australia. 24, and I just went. Hey, did you do this? Like, what did you study to own a protein factory and do all this marketing and all this? And he was like, Google. Like, I don't have any degree. Like, I dropped out of school and I was like 16. He's like, Google has absolutely everything you want to do in life. That all the information is out there, anything you want to do. It is. And that is what well, he's 24 years old and has like worth like 9 million or something crazy like that. It is like literally, you can learn anything off YouTube, you can learn anything off podcasts, you can learn anything off books. It's, it literally is the learning kind of All the information is there. And sure, I learned half of my degree. So, What's your degree? Media. But I feel like it was just four years of drinking heavily, to be honest. Yeah. No, actually three years. Ryan. Yeah, college, yeah. College is just having the crack and kind of growing up. I'm sure you wouldn't have a clue what you want to do. Like, you don't know that you want to... I don't know that I want to be, like, start researching depression and anxiety when I'm 17 years old. Like, do you know what I mean? You have to have life experience. And, like, I got fat as well when I was 18. Did a season in my life, got really fat. And that's when I learned my passion for fitness because... I've had a bit of life experience, got fat, and then got skinny again, and then life experience is all about. I'm actually buzzing now after chatting to you. You got me kind of the, you got me thinking on a few points now for future podcast episodes. And your enthusiasm's been infectious, so uh, no, the episode's been better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, um, no, that's amazing. So thank you so much for coming on today, uh, and I will I'll put in all the information into the into the blurb on on Instagram stuff post today and thank you very much for coming on oh thank you bye so that was uh that was an awesome episode with Sinead thank you so much for Sinead for coming on her mindset is infectious we spoke for 
about 35 45 minutes afterwards just talking about everything and mindset or like her for someone in their mid-20s uh, not to be ageist or anything like that her mindset is so strong and i'm excited to see where where she can go she's she's got that girl is going places um and for anyone that has listened and i know uh, Sinead mentioned about coaching and kind of she's going to be doing her pt course but whoever if anyone's interested in having a chat about coaching i specialize in female fat loss Anyone's having a chat about coaching, you can head over to www.shanewalshfitness.com and there's no strings attached. Just have a quick chat if you want or head over to at Shane Walsh Fitness on Instagram and we can go from there. Once again, guys, please do like and share and I'm excited to kind of hear the feedback on this one. It's an awesome episode. Thank you so much.